You've just accessed Shekinah Glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Stop blaming God. That's what we want to talk about. Stop, say it out loud. Stop blaming God. Amen. You may be seated. Say it again. Stop blaming God. Amen. So we're talking about no longer blaming God. Amen. Um, especially when I haven't inquired of him or received instruction from him. Amen. So before we begin, let me read. Let's read Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. And I will share a couple of things, but we will go back here. But I want to use this because this is where we left off on last week. Ready? Let's read. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct or he shall direct your path. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Amen. We certainly honor God for the reading of his word. Now, just let me share a couple of things. Um, last week we said that the secret to the wise man is trusting in, in the Lord or trust in the Lord is the secret to the wise man. So how does the wise man seemingly in the midst of turbulence, in the midst of turmoil, seemingly keeps rising or is still rising or never is hindered by what comes his way? Well, the secret to that wise man is that he is allowing Holy Spirit to be his guide. She is allowing Holy Spirit to be her guide. So trust in the Lord. This is, this is something good to write down is the secret to the wise man. What's the secret? So how can I live above and never beneath? I trust in the Lord. How can I thrive when everybody else seems to be going down? Trust in the Lord. Where well, there's an economic downturn. Well, if I keep my trust in him, you will still not only survive, but continue to thrive. Amen. So we said trust in the Lord. Uh, it's to be wholehearted. It's to trust him full time in all of your ways. Particularly in the area where the will of God is not known. So where the will of God is not known, I need, I, I need to seek his instruction. I need to seek his guidance. Where the, say this, where the will of God is not known, I need his guidance. Amen. For example, um, you know, in the morning when you get up, if you're headed to work, it's, you know, you don't have to. Lord, should I shower? Lord, should I brush my teeth? Lord, should I do my hair? Well, you, you know to do that. Amen. If, if your body is hungry, you, you know, and you literally, you know, feel like you're starving and food is in front of you. I don't have to say, Lord, should I eat? You know to eat. Unless he's instructed you to fast. But my point is, if the will of God is not known, here go a prime example. Uh, I've been promoted on my job. They want to move me out of town. All right, Lord, what do I need to do? I need your instruction because the money is great. But if God instructs me to stay here, I need to obey God rather than man. 
And this could be seemingly, there's a way that seemeth right unto man. Seemingly, it could be the promotion of a lifetime. But at the same time, it could be a setup by the enemy to cause me to die spiritually and continue to thirst spiritually. And here's the thing. Whenever you are where God has called you to be, whenever you are in that place where God has called you to be, as long as you keep trusting God, your vats will overflow and your barns will be full. But I have to trust him in all of my ways. Are you with me? Now, we also said uh, to acknowledge him is not mere mental assent, but having a personal awareness that God, that, that, having a personal awareness that leads to God's divine guidance. Lord, I, I, you know, I, I'm just not aware that, that you are, are, are supreme, but, but you are supreme in my life. Again, I'm a theocentric thinking person. Now, that word trust, write this down. In the physical sense, it means to lean upon something for support. So we are to lean upon God for support. In the figurative sense, it means to rely upon someone or something for help or protection. (laughs) So we want to lean on God for support, for help, for protection. I look to the hills from which comes my help. My help comes from. <laughs> so in, in that culture, people would know someone saying that what they meant because people would often put idols and things uh, uh, that they idled or worship in high places. So when the psalmist said, I look to the hills, I'm going far beyond what your eyes can see, and I seek my help. <laughs> Boy, I wish I had some people who love the Bible. Now, write this down, and I, we're going to come back to this, but I, I wanted to start here uh, because right from the jump start, we see that if I trust in the Lord with all my heart, lean not to own, my own understanding, up to knowledge him, do you see this? I'm not to be wise in my own eyes, but I want to show you something. To acknowledge him, of course, that word uh, from acknowledge to know, it means having a mental awareness of who God is and the consequential submission to his lordship. In other words, to know God is to obey God. Will you say that? To know God is to obey God. To know God is to obey God. Are you with me? Hmm. He will, and this is where we left off, and this is something uh, that you most definitely want to write down, and I'll come back as we go throughout this and uh, encourage you by way of reminder. Notice the scripture says, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will do what? He will do what? Okay, in the Greek it literally means He will make things smooth or he will make your path straight. Now, this phrase, and he shall direct your path, in the Greek, this is what it means. It means to make the way free, listen to this, from obstacles that will hinder one 
from being successful. Wow. 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 Let me say it again. See, we're talking today about stop blaming God. And most of the time, there are people who are mad. There are people who are indignant. There are people who are, who are upset with God. People who have left the faith because they blamed God. Making God the victim. So the phrase, he will direct your path, it means to make the way free from obstacles that will prevent one from being successful. So in other words, God is not creating your obstacles. <laughs> He's removing obstacles. Let, let me that, see, that's an important place because some have been institutionalized or church to believe that all, the, all your troubles are God designed. All your troubles are not God designed. As a matter of fact, God is removing obstacles, not creating them. Because right here, the scripture tells us, if I would consult him first, anything that would impede me from going straight, he would move it out my way. So first of all, we have to stop accusing our father, daddy, God, for stuff that we dare not even consult him with first. Thank you, preacher. I needed that because it, I've been blaming everything on God. Uh, are, are you with me? Are y'all here? So, what does that phrase mean? Then, then we're going to get started. That phrase means what? To make one. Oh, oh, okay, let, let me say it again. The, the, this is what the phrase means, and I need you to write this down. This, this is what that means. It means to make the way free from obstacles that would prevent one from being what? Successful. <sighs> Let's say it again. To make... All over this place. Come on. To make the way free from obstacles that would prevent. So is God creating the obstacles? No. Because according to this scripture, the scripture lets us know that God is removing them, not creating them. Now, the troubles that Jesus makes mention. First of all, he says, in me, you have peace. In me. In me, Sister Moore, you have peace. So if, if, I, if, I, if, if I'm not at peace, then I must not be in him or connected to him like I should be. Then he says, but in this world, you're going to have some tribulation. In other words, because of who you are, there's going to be some righteous opposition because you're serving me. But be of good cheer, for I've done defeated the world. <laughs> Boy, I wish I had some folk who just want to be free this morning and quit blaming all your mess on Jesus. Jesus didn't create that drama. Are you here? In me, you should have peace. That's why the scripture says, he who keeps his mind stay on me. I will keep him in perfect peace. If you keep your mind stay, I think Jesus, I sleep Jesus, I eat Jesus, I wake up Jesus. I, it, 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 it's 24-7, 365. My mind is stayed on. In other words, I consult him and everything I do. I, 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 I seek to know what his will is for me. And if it's good enough for Jesus, it should be good enough for you. 
I think it's John 5.30. Let me show you something. So let's get started. What are we talking about? Stop blaming God. Would you allow me to take an extra five minutes today? And, and listen, even, l- l- let me help you. Youth, receive this message. Because, the, the, you know, sometimes there's this pathology among even our parents or this way of behavior where we voice out loud is God. And, 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 if, we, and, and if I do it wrongly, their perception of God is he's mean. He's unjust. He's unfair. Where the God that he said my likes was always out. We was always behind. We never had enough. Well, that's, I'm here to let you know that is a lie. Because the scripture says he will supply all your need. And if they're not being supplied, it's not a negative or it's not something that he's not doing. Maybe daddy just not honoring him like he should. Maybe mama not giving her attention to him and getting wise direction. So don't put so much confidence or, or don't put, put confidence. You, know, you have to trust man, but don't put more confidence in man than you do God. Mama is subject to be wrong. Daddy is not above missing it. Well, how do I know? I judge it by the word. That's why you have to know this word. Well, mama, I seen in the scripture, daddy, I seen that God would make provision that if I honor him, he will make, he will clear my path of obstacles. So why we keep saying God is doing it? God testing me. Can I say something? Can I say something? Scripturally now, the sufferings that the Bible makes reference to has to do with Suffering from a righteous standpoint. Meeting opposition and persecution because Jesus is Lord of my life. Not me making bad decisions. <laughs> me backed up and my bills ain't suffering for the Lord. Me and my husband fighting every week is not going through for Jesus. Me being broke all the time is not I'm God trying to test. God is not trying to test you with that nonsense. Why would your father not want you to eat? Why would your father not want you to have more than enough? Why would your father not want your marriage to be blissful? What kind of God do you think we serve? So this suffering that people are talking about, it's, it's talking about you being persecuted for standing for Jesus. Not because I'm making crazy decisions and I'm going through. The opposition that the apostles met were opposition because we are here proclaiming Jesus. Not because we're making bad decisions and going through hell, man. That ain't, no, no, Jesus, man. Don't put that on me. Don't put that on me. Are you here? Prime example. You meet somebody. You know the brother was had some issues before you got married. Then you marry him or marry her. Then, then when all mess break out, we lie and say what what, what God God is going to use our marriage to, to for worldwide ministry. Wait, well, I mean, bless God, He could do that. But but that ain't why you going through. 
I, I, I knew going in that he worshiped cows. I knew going in that she did not love God. So don't blame God when nonsense happens, man. If I go out here and become promiscuous and, and, and God forbid, catch an STI or, or, HIV, or HIV, I cannot say I had to go through that and God got to take me through this and I got the weather it is so I can be a greater testimony to all the folk who will lose. Lie. Look at somebody say, stop blaming God. Man, there is this ubiquitous attack. It means existing everywhere against God, the nature of God, the character of God, among Christians and non-Christians alike. <laughs> when things don't go as planned, we immediately blame God. And, and this is the funny thing. They never consulted God from the get-go. First point, never blame God for anything when you never sought the instruction or the wisdom of God. So how dare you blame God and I never got his instruction on the matter? Why would you blame God? And I didn't even ask him. Lord, why would you let me go through this? Prime example, years ago, I was working for this company, and they promoted, it was a, a shoe a company, and they promoted me to an aerial sales manager. I shared some of this Tuesday night in our um, enrichment class, and, and, and I share with them, this is why it's important to hear from God, right? And I was going to seminary, and the Lord told me to turn it down. They thought I went crazy. It was, matter of fact, the manager's like, man, you're taking this Christian stuff too far. You, you need to, man, you need to take a break, take a couple weeks, think about, it. like, man, two weeks later, man, I can't do it. Come on, Ricks, man, no, man, you, man, you need to use wisdom. Making good money, it would have been good money, but the Lord told me to turn it down. So to the natural mind, to the natural thinking person, see, he ain't balanced. So make a long story short, uh, I, I turned it down. Sometime I went after that, I started working another place, making less money. And I was walking home uh, from seminary. At, from the train station, walk home late at night. What about 10? I don't know. Uh, you know, it was a good neighborhood, though. So I shared the neighborhood Tuesday night. What neighborhood was it? You got You should have been here Tuesday. So I, would, I wasn't worried about nothing, anything. So I'm walking. You know, they had, in good neighborhoods, they got, they got uh, what's that, sidewalk all the way from the train station all the way to where you stay. Lights, well lit. Police, police is looking at you. good. Tooting the horn at you. Boo -boo. You good. All right. Yeah. So, so, so I'm walking home for Lord, man, Lord, man, I'm just poor, man, I'm sitting here making, ain't even making no money, man, man, this is nonsense, you know, just fussing at God. And I could hear as clean as, as clear as day, Lord said, I ain't tell you to go work that job. And I had a eureka moment, wow. I'm like, wow, man, here, here I'm fussing at you. I ain't even get your wisdom on before I went over here. So make a long story short, he began to minister, say, minister to me. Hey, when you get home, you get a newspaper and you search for what you. So make a long story short, again, 
found this place, you know, they said making sixty-five thousand dollars a year. You know, all you need is driver's license. It was, it was a car. It was a, a dealership. They shut down now. So, but uh, that was the place where I met. Who's he's now pastor, Pastor Chris Bianchi, and it was Chris Bianchi who would eventually introduce me to Pastor Tracy. Now, had, now hold, hold on. I say that to say, had I not sought God's direction. See, had I took that position, because the next thing was to be promoted and get your own store, and they would open up a lot of stores then, so I would have been shipped off who, who, who knows where. So my point is, there are a lot of things that we are accusing God for, and we've never sought his instruction. If this message has been a blessing to you, and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.